Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. How are y'all doing? I am good. Good, ladies. How are y'all? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, <laughs> ladies? <laughs> we, uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm, I'm trying to stay on on task. I'm working on getting my time management down, knocking off these tasks, so I can stop waking up at two in the morning thinking about them. So I was like, all right, get let it. Me- so I am on a schedule today. So we're going to teach see how me that your works. ways. All right. Oh my yes, I have schedule. been horrible. Yeah. Right. It's like, teach me how to do that. Right. I was supposed to start a schedule last week. We're going to shoot for this week. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen. Look, I'm like, how'd that go? Didn't happen. <laughs> didn't happen. So we're going we gonna to try again this week. So try to try one more, one more, one more. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. I'm doing I'm doing okay thanks to y'all like my 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 friends like I think I've like had um personal counseling sessions with every one of my friends this week (laughs) (laughs) like individual that's the that's the bonus of having like psychologists and therapists as friends you can call them up and be like look absolutely going through absolutely absolutely going through I'll send y'all some money you know invoicing <laughs> I got you <laughs> it's good because we'll have I'll have to return the, the favor at some point anyway so you know it's a barter system girl right it's even trade at mm-hmm. this point yes let me tell you but no I've been doing pretty good I've been doing pretty well um one thing I know rolling into kind of like that media madness and the other M I can't remember at this point (laughs) look at that and I was the one that made it up that means it's too complicated that means it's too complicated we need to simplify um but madness that's been in my life so a little bit of self-disclosure I've talked to both of you guys about just being in a whirlwind over these past couple of weeks because this pandemic has me all off balance um and how I realized that I have this like I'm very you know I'm all or none like I'm very in I live in the extremes which isn't always helpful and so um one thing that has been like madness for me is like trying to find balance with things especially just like money and like how I'm like managing my money and like the relationship that I've had that I have with money during this time and so the balance of trying to figure out like how much to save when that thin line from saving goes into hoarding Mm -hmm. and like how to like manage that has been a point of madness for me, but I've really been trying to, to like get my balance uh, with trying to figure that out. And so one thing that's been really helpful with getting balance is like writing things out. April gave me that tip. Thanks boo. (laughs) Um, So writing out like, (laughs) 
places to like actually like what do I want to purchase and why and like that type of thing so that was really helpful and I, I it made me think of a question of like and Erica and I were talking about like things that maybe the pandemic had like madness that had been brewing because of the pandemic like those unspoken pieces of madness like that byproduct that you don't think might be there but it started to brew up um especially because it feels like we're going into like another phase of lockdown um or at least it's coming for some people Mm -hmm. and I think it's thrown I know for me back into this space of like oh goodness anxiety balance it's it's just rough so do you guys have any points of like uh, like that unspoken madness that's coming up for you for sure for me mine is the anxiety I mean um I I knew I know that I deal with anxiety, you know, on a regular basis. That's you know one of the things that I cope with. Um, but I feel like I have just been really much more on edge um, lately. And I I've been I do know that I have been listening a little bit more to kind of what's been going on um, around the pandemic and around the social injustice, less about data and things like that. And I've been listening more to like people's thoughts and opinions um, that have increased my frustration, you know, with just people's um, lack of willingness to get information and um, apply it in a responsible way. I've been more anxious in my personal life. (laughs) You know, it's been manifesting and coming out of my personal life and in my home life. And you just see it kind of trickling down into, into other areas. Um, And then I'm about to start work in a little bit. And I'm like, I don't want to be anxious and stressed. And uh, me and my husband both have talked about like, we got to figure out more ways to relax and de-stress because, you know, work is about to kick in, but they're also talking about a new wave kicking in. It's like, it's just so much that's happening at the same time that I think it's really increased that anxiety for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say I don't even think my madness is unspoken. Um, (laughs) Mine is more centered around things to do and feeling like there's not enough time for me to get everything done and that there are so many like things I need to check off and get done and running out of time to do it. Um, I think I'm just at a space as far as coronavirus. If I'm just like, it is what it is at this point. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm definitely in a space of calculated risks in what I choose to do yeah and just like trying to minimize the risk when I do go out do go to things like I I am back in the gym I'm doing small training and it was more so because I had to go to work I couldn't do virtual anymore and I tried it out for the first time about a month ago to see kind of how I felt and then like the more I did it the more comfortable I felt but also understand that it's a risk even if we are spaced apart even if we are you know, wiping down, but it's more so I, the alternative is worse mm-hmm. to me than the fear mm-hmm. of catching a virus. Mm-hmm. So it's more so, yeah. okay, this is, this is a decision that I'm making. So my madness again is more so, um, just so much I have, I feel like I have to do in reconciling that with 
my own pressure I'm putting on things. Like I was talking to a friend and she really helped reframe because I was like, I just feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. And she was like, you are doing a lot, actually. Like, I don't yeah, understand you why you feel, but I'm like, no, I'm behind. I'm supposed to have this. So just trying to reconcile you know, the feeling from facts. And mm-hmm. so that's like, I went out and bought me a, a white dry erase board for my little office. I love my dry like, erase board. It down. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I was doing sticky notes and I was just like, snatch a, a sticky note. But I'm like, no, I need a visual. I need a calendar of like, this is what I'm doing. This is the time. Um, and also giving myself the Sunday to do it. So that way if Saturday, I don't yeah. get to it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Because I have said Sunday is my prep day. Um, virus stuff, I think I'm finding myself more and more frustrated and angry, which sucks because I don't have anybody to direct it to. Yeah. Um, because I'm just like, we don't, we didn't have to be right. here. Yes. Had we had effective leadership, people to just like China, I think it took them 76 days before they were able to kind of, you know, reopen safely. And they still had some bumps here and there. But I was like, we were in day 41 and we were like, all right, bowling alley open. The club is open. <laughs> Thank you. And yes. I'm just like, we are about to lose all of 2020 because we have horrible leadership. And I'm like so angry yes. that we didn't have to be in this position. And I'm yeah. like, I have nowhere to really, I mean, I can vote, but. <laughs> but I got to like, wait. Uh, I got to wait mean, 99 days to do that. Look, you counting down. Girl, listen. <laughs> Yeah, I've been seeing it everywhere. 100, 100 days. days. Like, wow. Hey, yesterday. <laughs> we are 100 days away, and I am so I love scared. It. I am so nervous. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. Say, so, I want to throw that in because I think people get to this space of, like, the pandemic has been here for a while. So when these peaks and valleys happen, we can kind of, like, invalidate it. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, in a sense, just normalize that madness it's okay. It happens. And it's just, you know, a matter of acknowledging it and doing things that can help with like balancing it out, taking a hold of it. So yeah, for sure. Thank y'all for self-disclosing with me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm gonna put my business out here and then hopefully y'all will jump in too. Well, you know, we we talk about healthy self-disclosure. So, you know, you know, that might be helpful. Someone listening may have found that very helpful. So Hopefully so. Well, I want to go ahead and transition us into today's topic, which I think is going to be very interesting, a little different from what we, um, you know, did in the past few weeks. Um, And so I want us to talk about the impact of keeping secrets and telling lies, Um, because those things can have... Um, an impact on our interpersonal wellness. It can have an impact on our mental health and wellness. Um, And so I think this might be a fun but interesting topic for us to kind of grapple with today. So I want to ask you guys just kind of to open up the the discussion and conversation. Um, What, how do you feel about keeping secrets? Do you have kind of a rule around keeping secrets and how do you manage that and I know it's going to be different from our professional you know keeping secrets of you know not disclosing things versus you know just us as humans out here in this world interacting with people Um, but what are your thoughts what are your do you have any rules or, or how you manage 
keeping secrets, being asked to keep secrets, or just, you know, choosing not to disclose things? I think for me, I go back, I go to harm. Um, Like, I don't really have hard and fast rules around secrecy. And it's something I've grown into, actually, because of psychology and being, you know, in in this role where I used to be like, there should be no secrets um, in a Mm. marriage. There should be no. Then I actually started doing couples counseling. I was like, actually, yeah, you might need to keep that to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So that shifted. (laughs) It made me shift um, kind of the way I think about secrecy. And I look at harm. Is keeping the secret going to cause harm to another person? And if that's the case, you know, how do you mitigate that harm? Yeah. Um, And also the why. Why is this a secret? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I don't think secrets are necessarily bad. um, Because everybody doesn't need to know everything. Mm -hmm. um, Especially if it doesn't really affect them. Um. So it's kind of like, why do you feel the need to keep the secret? And is keeping the secret going to cause further harm down the down the line? Yeah, I'm I'm very similar when it comes to like secret keeping. When you think about just like what the harm is going to be, like is it going to harm other relationships, like relationships that you have with other people? And then also, is it going to harm you? You know, like having to be the bearer of this secret. Um, and I personally I tend to I've learned about myself that I tend to be shielded not necessarily like intentionally keeping secrets because I always consider myself to be very open Mm -hmm. but I've gotten feedback from other people that have said you're not as open as you think you are right so there are things that you don't say or things that you may conceal that people don't know about. And so I've tried to be very intentional with people who are close to me Mm -hmm. to be open and to not keep secrets. Cause I think it's just that like it's, it, 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 as I was younger, I think it was a part of just how I moved through the world Mm -hmm. and it just carried over into my adult life, which I don't think was, was beneficial. So, so when it, sounds like it's kind of like finding that balance between being open and disclosing versus keeping information like April was saying like there's some information everybody doesn't need to know Um, and it may be harmful to put some information out there Um, exactly what about you (sighs) so toss it back (laughs) <laughs> so uh, so I used to always say don't tell me nothing that you don't want um like don't don't tell me don't tell me nothing that that you've done that's <laughs> illegal don't tell me nothing that you know you've done that I feel like is going to be harmful to you cuz my saying would be cuz I'm a sing like a canary let me tell you <laughs> everybody going to jail everybody going to jail everybody shoot I might accidentally implicate myself cuz I'm singing <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. Like I, my, my, I think my thing with, um, secrets is that I I often wonder, like, again, like you both said, like, what, why are you, why do you feel the need to keep the secret? Like, um, who, who do you think you're protecting? Um, is it for selfish reasons? Are, are you genuinely trying to keep the secret or, you know, to me, I feel like sometimes, people keep secrets because they don't know 
what to do with the information or they've been given information and someone's asked them to keep it secret or maybe it's a a taboo topic and so they don't feel comfortable sharing the information. Um, But oftentimes if someone has come to me and maybe it's a secret about somebody else, like I'm more so going to talk to you about like, have you talked to this person about you know, addressing whatever this issue is. Yeah, I more so want to figure out like what this, the issue within the secret. But um, I'm just not really good at holding water. Um, but not intentional. <laughs> like sometimes I just let stuff slip. So I just tell people like, Mm-mm, don't, don't, don't tell, tell me. me. I ain't the one. I'm not the one <laughs> by accident on purpose. I mean, like personal disclosures that people share with me, obviously that's, That doesn't fall into that category. Um, I definitely feel like people tell people things in confidence. um, And you have to, you have to develop trust with people. Um, And, you know, if you're not going to be, if you're not going to be trustworthy or you don't feel like that's something that you, Mm -hmm. you know, feel comfortable knowing, like I, to me, just put it out there for, and I'll give an example. You know, if I have two mutual friends and, you know, there's some information that one friend has shared about another friend that is detrimental or harmful. Like before you even start and be like, look, we, we're both, you know, good friends. I don't want to be put in the middle of something that I would feel, you know, if they knew that I knew about this thing, they would feel betrayed or hurt by me. So don't Mm -hmm, tell me, mm -hmm. you know, if it's putting me in, in the middle of something between people that, we we have mutual connections with like I don't feel comfortable yeah with keeping those kinds of that makes me think of that makes me think of like what do you guys think the difference between keeping a secret and just being private like holding privacy do you think there's a difference absolutely I think intention um because I often think about this in dating whereas I'm a private person when it comes to dating most of the time you won't hear me mention about you mention a guy unless there have been about three or four conversations. Like I don't, I, I've just always been a very private person when it comes to dating. Um, now secret is I'm hiding this. Like I don't bring this person around. You won't see them on my social media. Whereas like, no, if you pay attention, you might be able to pick like, huh? Okay. This like yeah. there's, I may not just explain who the person is, but like, we're going to be out in public. My friends at some point are going to interact. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm like tagging like, Ooh, this is babe. Uh, whereas to me, if being secretive is I don't want to put this person out there cause it may mess up some other stuff I got going on. Mm-hmm. So sure. it's the intention behind it. Whereas private is that it's a value of mine that certain things that are important to me are for me are only for me and that person. Because I think that adds the intimacy of it sure. where if everybody can experience it is it loses it. So again, I think the intention behind it, um, which is where even stuff about ourselves. So most of my friends have heard me say this, you can lie to me all you want. Just don't lie to yourself mm-hmm. because some things are hard to one. admit, especially if we, if we're embarrassed about it, we may not want to, speak to it to our friends because it makes us feel like oh I don't want to be that person which is fine yeah. you don't have to but just don't lie to yourself about mm-hmm. it like lie to me until you're ready to come you know face to face um 
So, yeah, I, I do think there's a difference. So that leads me into the telling lies part because in, in my mind, oftentimes that, that is to me the, the telling of the lies part to me is the difference between keeping secrets versus being private, right? Because I mm. feel like when you have when you are establishing things as private, you are okay with setting those boundaries and saying, well, you know, that's part of my private life. I don't really, you know, I don't really, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about that. Next question. Right. Like that you set a boundary with it. I feel like the part of keeping secrets leads you into telling lies, right? It leads you into having to, or feeling as if, you have to lie to maintain the secret, you know, protect somebody else. And that then adds to, you know, that causing harm in your interpersonal relationships. It can create a lot of guilt that people feel because now I've lied to people that I care about or now, you know, I'm making up lie after lie after lie. And, Mm -hmm. um, it just has, it can have detrimental effects and, you know, you can start to feel anxious and all those kinds of things. So what do y'all think about, about that? No, I really like that distinction of, you know, like the intent behind it. And then like the actions that it takes to either keep that privacy or keep that secret. Um, If you find yourself lying about it, then you know, it's, it's beyond the the realm of privacy. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you're not being private. And I love that April brought up, like when it comes to relationships, because I think people really um, have that difficulty at times when they're with their partners, mm-hmm. when they're like, I don't want to be your secret. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, the partner may be saying, well, I'm just a private person. Like, I'm not going to post you on Instagram. We're not going, you know, show what we ate for our anniversary on Facebook. You know, I'm just a private person. But for that other person it may say it may be giving the the message that oh you're a secret I don't want people to know about you and so I really like that you guys brought out just that intent and if you find yourself lying about it then you may be overstepping into a different realm you may not be saying you know keeping privacy but you may be putting that toe in that I'm gonna keep a secret um I love that And I have definitely been in relationships like that where, you know, it's been prefaced that way, right? I'm very private. I don't really like people to know who I'm interacting with. Um, But I've also found that to be very highly coupled with narcissistic um, partners, right? Because I found it to be coupled with you own some other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, rarely has it there and because and because I am a private person and I mean granted I can't measure people with my own yardstick but as a person who's private I feel like at some point some of it is BS but sorry I cut you off no 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 keep no keep it keep it 100 (laughs) because um yeah I mean because it did it did end up being a okay I'm I'm keeping it secret because I'm lying to other people about the nature of my relationships with others yes yes and that's why I like that distinction like if you're lying then is this just privacy Mm -hmm. you know or are you really trying to do a little double take you know double cross applesauce over here like what's going on (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) 
and but that brings up what a lot of people like try to draw the distinctions between lying by omission uh, versus lying by commission. Yes. And I honestly don't think there is a difference because both of them are um, deceitful, which I think, you know, is a good kind of um, barometer are, is, are you attempting to deceive someone? Yes. Um, intent. That's the intent. Uh, intent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deception. Yeah. Deception. Well, what yes. about the the whole I'm lying to protect because you, there's still ego. deception, right? <laughs> so so there's deception. Yeah. So, for instance, you know, some, you know, thinking about um, hiding secrets about someone's substance abuse, right? Or hiding the fact that you're maybe in an abusive relationship or like these things where you, you say you're doing it to protect the other person and so you're keeping a secret you're lying to family you're lying to friends you're lying about where those bruises came from you're lying about how much you know substances you're consuming or that you're consuming like there's different things and some people would argue that in those kinds of situations um that is their privacy you know, if they are in that situation, they that's what they mm. choose and they don't want to disclose because that's their private life. So how how do we reconcile those kinds of those kinds of issues? I think that's, that's a when good it one. comes. Yeah, that's a really good one. I think that's where um, as a therapist, like I would say, you know, what is like, how is this harming you? Because if you're saying, like, I'm doing this to protect the other person, then, you know, presumably the other person goes unscathed, mm-hmm. right? They don't get the repercussions of their actions or what's happening. But it's like, is this harming you? Because at the end of the day, like, keeping secrets is hard work. You know, it's a lot of work. Like, thinking about the secret, you know, like, makes you feel inauthentic or even like hiding it can be mentally taxing like you can be really like it's exhausting to say well who did I who knows this who doesn't know this you know and so I often will say like is it causing you harm to hold this in protection of someone else or in protection of something and if so like how can we walk to a space to maybe getting a balance to where maybe you're not sharing everything but you're doing you're you're not holding everything in a way that's like self-sacrificial you mentioned an article shari um where you talked about there being different types of lies or was it different types of lies or secrets Mm -hmm. different types of like secrets but i think I think those things, like you pointed out, Erica, often exist at the same time, mm-hmm. right? So as you're holding secrets, you may find yourself in a web of lies mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really cool study by um, Columbia University, and they found that the average person keeps about 13 secrets at a time, and five of those being secrets that they've never told anybody And they are usually included in categories such as like infidelity, drug use, illegal activity, sexual orientation, and family life, right? Mm -hmm. And so those are, you know, those are just some of the common categories. It's not limited to those, but those are some of the common categories. So this is happening. Like people have secrets. Can you you say those categories again? Um, Yeah. So infidelity, Mm -hmm. drug use, 
illegal activity, sexual orientation, and family life. And so even just reading them, like in my mind, if I think about some of those things, like I have to question myself, like if I was involved in some illegal activity, would I keep that a secret? You know, like I start to even just think about my own just barometer of when to tell, when to disclose, when not to disclose, when to keep secrets, when not to keep secrets. But yeah. During, with the example of the domestic violence or intimate partner violence, I think any time that we are keeping secrets, it's very important to ask why. Why am I lying about this? Because um, I think a lot of times the lies are connected to ego. Um, now, sometimes it is re- it's safety. Sure. So, um, yeah, definitely. You know, that's why, like, when it's a vi- issue of domestic violence, for, for instance, like, you may not feel comfortable telling another person because then they may say something to the partner and then that puts you in. At so risk, sure. there are certain things that risk. Uh, but I do think it's always important to when you even whether before, during or after the lie, just like, why do I feel the need to lie about that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think oftentimes it's because it is a threat to your ego and to who you see yourself as because you believe that you're going to be judged if you are open and mm-hmm. honest. Um, and with that, sometimes the only way to kind of challenge that is to risk being honest. Um, because as Shari said, there's a lot of energy that goes into keeping secrets. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, there is a difference between secrecy and privacy because in your example of like the illegal activity, part of me is like, unless you ask me, I'm not about to go, <laughs> go into <laughs> all that. <laughs> also, because I think of legal, like legal issues mm-hmm. often is like, to me, there is very fluid, like. Oh, yeah. Just with the way laws are set up. So that's my own kind of stuff coming through. But if it's a matter of, let's say you went on a, not saying any of you would do this, you went on a drug bender over the weekend. (laughs) And I go, hey, how was your weekend? You go, it was cool. I smoked a little weed. You didn't lie. (laughs) Or or if you don't even, (laughs) you may not even say. Right. Took a little CBD oil. Too much CBD oil. Because your I think your decision to disclose will depend on to me one need to know right. trust and also you keeping that doesn't really change anything mm-hmm. unless I'm your employer or I am yes. you know unless you're right. like a substance abuse counselor right. then maybe <laughs> so it, I think for me it just always goes back to context and intent and also that harm piece who are you harming and keeping the secret and then the why mm-hmm. And so in, you know, in just kind of thinking about this, and I do want to uh, mention, because that's something that you had also mentioned too, Shari, is that, you know, every secret and every lie is not necessarily this big, grand, deep, dark secret. Yeah. It can be like the smallest thing, you know, going on, you know, in your life, um, you know, minimal things. What would be some small secrets that we think people keep? Ooh. What they That's want. <laughs> I think, yeah, what they want, especially like relationships. Um, yes. Mistakes. Oh, yeah, mistakes that they've made. I was going to say mm. whether they enjoy sex with their partner. Mm. Mm. Interesting. That's a big one. Yeah. How they're feeling. I feel like that's one people lie about every day. Yes. 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 Every or keep day. secrets. 
I mean, I think so. There's so many like little small um, secrets that we keep. Like it could be anything small. Like if you are on, go to a gym and your trainer's like, have you been, you know, decreasing your sugar? You'd be like, yeah, sure. You know, yeah. <laughs> like small things. And I like this thought of like, what are some of the small things that you hold? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm guaranteed like somebody's going to be listening, about like, lie, I don't just keep told. secrets. I don't lie. Like, yeah. Yes. There's, a, there's the an article that talks about how there. many lies that the average person tells in a day. And, and it doesn't, again, when we think about lying, we're not talking about like this big, big grand things. Like sometimes like we, we will lie about the smallest things. The smallest things, like whether you think so- your friend is needy. Or stingy or self-obsessed. Like, Mm -hmm. how many people will tell their friends, you know, just in regular conversation, like, I just feel like you needy, you know, unless it comes to the head or something. My girlfriend Allison would probably say, I would just, I just say, (laughs) (laughs) I just say, girl. (laughs) But, but that's certain people. Other people, you'd be like, oh, no, you know, you're good. You good. So you, you made me think about a a lot. At first, I thought it was a lie, but then I realized I actually was telling the truth. Um, so I had to go to my orthodontist to get new retainers because I had lost my bottom retainer. Mm-hmm. I, of course, I would be the only one to lose half of retainers. <laughs> and um, it, it was to the point where I'm like, oh, shoot, I can see my teeth moving. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I didn't want to have to pay for a new one. So... Part of it was my retainers are already messing up. Like they were getting um, scratchy. Like I needed new ones anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I had to go in anyway. And they were like, okay, we can get you some new retainers. I was like, oh, cool. And so I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and tell the truth. I lost my bottom retainer. Because I was, <laughs> I was trying to think of it in my head. Like, no, because if you lie, you're going to forget. And the next time yep. you come, they're going to yeah. ask. And you, you know you're going to forget. So I just went ahead and she was yes. like, okay, how long has it been since you wore it? And I was like, oh, like three weeks is in my head. I thought it had been longer. But I'm like, I'm not about to tell her right. it's been six weeks. Because then she's going to be like, you should have been here. So I was like, it's been about three, three and a half weeks. <laughs> Lying. And then later, I actually went back. And I was like, oh, it was three weeks. Okay. Oh, well, good. So I guess I did tell the truth. It worked <laughs> right. out. Your lie but ended up being a, it a, a, a fact back after my all. My lie ended up. Uh-huh. Ended up being the truth. But that happens too so much. Like we lie to our our, our doctors, our therapists. Yes. And and it was one because I was trying to avoid a consequence of possibly having to pay mm-hmm. for this retainer. Um so yeah, I was just just made me think about that. But it actually ended up working out. But uh yes. and it was like a truth with a little bit because I was like, okay, I'll tell the truth that I lost it. But I may just fudge the numbers a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was like a lie Oreo, like a, a truth, a lie yeah. with a little bit of truth on yeah, the other yeah. side. Don't build build around <laughs> yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, we want our I think, you know, a takeaway from this is, you know, we really need to um tap into why we're keeping these secrets. How are they impacting us? Are we um, keeping secrets or are we trying to maintain a sense of privacy? And I think, again, one of those ways of kind of recognizing that is are we telling lies or are we setting boundaries? 
Um, and I think yeah. there's a big difference. Um, what are some other kind of takeaways that we want our listeners to have? I think noticing like the mental health implications of keeping secrets, like Erica, you mentioned a few as far as like increased anxiety, um, you know, feeling inauthentic secret keeping can be isolating. Yes. You know, you can feel like on an Island by yourself. Um, it can feel like you are, you know, misportraying yourself, like the people closest to you or, you know, folks don't know who you really are. Um, you know, it, could, it there's a lot of just like mental health implications. Like it just, it like blows to your mental wellness um, as you're holding and keeping these secrets. Right. And, you know, I think also small secrets add up. So like April was saying with her example, like, oh, you know, if I lie now, then I got to lie next time I come mm-hmm. in and I got to hold it, you know. And so just like noticing like those little white lies or those little small omissions, mm-hmm. um, they add up over time and they can be really he- like heavy to carry. Right. So, right. Yeah. And those things can start to breed shame, guilt, you know, and those things can start to lead yes. into you feeling depressed, you know. Um, so it, it's not as small it, or something that starts off very small can have very big implications, big price to pay. Yeah. Yeah. I think my takeaway would be that secrets are heavy. So, um, use them wisely and, and if possible and as a temporary thing, um, and maybe shift that energy into surrounding yourself with people that you can be honest with like giving giving transparency and honesty a try versus the secret um of course there are situations like we talked about before when there's like actual safety concerns sure um but again that still should be a temporary thing great i have a question i know we were closing out but i have a question that i think might be really cool for people who may listen to this episode and realize that they are carrying a lot of secrets or, you know, kind of fibbing a lot. Um, If you decide to share your secrets, do you guys have like any tips for people who may say, I want to be more authentic in my spaces. I want to share some of these secrets, like any things that you think would be cool for people to know, like how to get started with doing that. I think self-reflection is always important of, of understanding the why and because then that will to me dictate the who um when you know why you're sharing that will guide who you share it to because again everything isn't for everybody um and that trust isn't all or nothing so there are some people you can trust with certain parts of you and some you can't so i think those would be my suggestions yeah Nice. Absolutely. I'm all also going to suggest, you know, if it's within your grasp, go to therapy. If you feel concerned about disclosing and not being sure if that disclosure is going to be held in confidence, um, it's part of our professional, um, you know, ethics to, you know, as long as it's not harmful, you know, something that's indicating you're going to harm yourself or someone else or any kind of abuse, um, there you have a safe space where you can talk about certain things um, in confidence and that that will not go beyond that relationship within the room. Again, there are some limitations. Um, but if you have that kind of concern, I encourage people to utilize therapy. 
for me, I think starting small with like really small things that maybe you've been concealing. Um, don't like kick it off with the biggest lie or the biggest secret that you're holding. <laughs> like start small yes. oh, gosh, yes. and start with, right. Don't start with your deepest, darkest. Um, when you decide to start disclosing things, start small and start with people who have been like supportive of all parts of you. Right. So start with people who, you know, won't judge you and won't like put you down. So that's, that's a tip I would say. Nice. This was cool. I like this conversation. Yeah. Secrets and lies. <laughs> sounds like a um Hallmark TV <laughs> show. Sounds like a we T <laughs> girl, I was gonna say we T V. Sounds like a we T secrets oh, yeah, and lies at right. the lockup or something. <laughs> awesome. Well, moving on into our next segment where we send someone um our love. Does anyone want to go first? <laughs> Our faces, though. Why is this always so hard? Um, I'll I'll go. I want to send my love to um, my new in-laws. Um, they gave me the sweetest um, birthday card and gift for my birthday, and they've just been really great about welcoming me into the family. Um, and I'm going to be going to a socially distanced 10-year-old birthday party for my new niece, um, who is 10 today. Nice. So it's just been nice, you know, kind of growing my family. And they're a really great family. So shout out to the young family, and just thank you for welcoming me. Perfect, perfect. I have one. I, yes, go ahead, because you know I'm about to... In. BS my way through this. <laughs> so my I would like to send my love to the cashier at Trader Joe's a couple of weeks ago who recognized my distress that they no longer carry the patio chips. Um so if you one thing about me, I love food. I'm like a snack connoisseur. Like I take food very seriously. Yes. And Trader Joe's had these chips that I love. They were a mixture of ketchup flavor, deal flavor, barbecue and salt and vinegar in one bag oh kind of like closest thing that I could that you really like like the um the all dressed yeah the all dressed yeah yeah so they were my alternative because it's very hard to find the all dressed flavor of chips in the United States because it's a Canada thing Mm. very hard to find so the patio chips were like a perfect alternative so every time I would go to Trader Joe's I would get two bags at a time and so I went and I'm going up and down the aisle. You know, I'm like, hmm, did they move them? Okay. So I, I go to checkout and I say, hey, did y'all move or are y'all out of the patio chips? She was like, oh, they're gone. That was seasonal. Y'all, I, I yelled. Oh. Like, I let out a sound <laughs> in that store. I was so hurt. It had been a long day. She was like, I'm sorry. I was like, there are very few things that bring me joy right now. And that was one oh. of them. And now I don't have it. She was just like, oh, my God. Wow. I was so hurt. I was like, why didn't y'all send out a warning, an email? Oh, send out an email. I feel like y'all should give notice. Like, they hey, could have put it in their in little two paper. They could have put it on the register, not on the register, but on the the, 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 like, the aisle. Like, hey, these chips are going to be gone next week. Mm-hmm. And so she, she recognized my emotional distress, and she gave me a free bag of um, <laughs> these uh i forgot the chips of a different type she was like well maybe you'll like these that's so i didn't they were okay but it was a gesture and it was free oh well shout out trader joe's cashier then (laughs) all 
Right. Man. <laughs> yeah. Trader Joe's cashiers are the happiest people. Like, they're so awesome. Trader Joe's and Chick-fil-A. Which is cool. Yeah. They, they must go to the same training. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, I want to, I, I'll come in with talking a little bit about snacks, too, because apparently that's what my life has been revolving around lately. <laughs> um, I want to send a shout out, like, to, if you guys have ever had, I'm going to pick up the bag so y'all can see it. Bada bean, bada boom. They're like fava beans. They're flavored fava beans, which is really cool. They're plant-based. I'm not a big chip eater, but sometimes I want like a little crunch, Yeah, you know? And so these are like dried fava beans, but they got like different flavors. So my favorite one is sweet sriracha, um, but they also have a really good one called, um, what's this one? Uh, Mesquite barbecue. So I want to send my love out to them because... They are delicious and they are protein packed. Um, no, this is not an ad, but I am very <laughs> excited that I found them. Did you and get if these you're at Trader Joe's? No, I actually got these from Aldi. Oh, I have um, Aldi. They're not Aldi brand, uh-huh. but they're really good. They're Enlightened. The name of the brand is Enlightened. Okay. Um, huh. So if you're listening to anybody from Enlightened, um, slide us some ducats for that little ad I just gave. But they're really good. So, yeah. I'm going to go pick (laughs) me some up today. They're good. And they're vegan. Non-GMO. Go ahead. Nice. (laughs) Right. Well, we just want to thank you all for listening to the show today. We always appreciate you tuning in, sharing the show, listening, sending us your comments. Please continue to do so. We are still on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Three Sykes and a Mic. That is the number three, Sykes and a Mic. If you want to send us some questions, some comments, especially since we were talking about keeping secrets and telling lies, if you just want to send us a direct message, um, you can email us at Three Sykes and a Mic at gmail.com. <laughs> and continue to rate us leave your comments on your listening platforms and we just appreciate you all for sticking with us this long and on that note we're gonna sign out and we hope to you join us next week bye bye y'all hop in our bye everyone